0: So what do you have on your screen?
1: Oh, I was just uh, getting a little work uh, caught up here. Well, caught up, i say. Uh, so right now I was just kind of checking out um, kinda how many aerations we have on the books right now um, because they're definitely starting to come in. And it looks like right now we have about, we have just 30, which is not horrible. Cause it wears our people out <laughs> they yeah. get exhausted like Damn. i do not want to do any more aerations at least unless we have the the stand on one
0: i bought right. i bought a stand on last fall did you yeah what are those going for like so i bought one used 6300
1: what do they go for new
0: <sighs> new gosh i think it's probably twelve thousand for yeah. like a 30 inch or something yeah yeah
1: what what brand is
0: the one I got was a X-mark, but X-mark like sold that division to Z Air Rate or something or Z Equipment or something. Okay. So Z Air Rate makes the X-mark. Yeah. Ones now. Okay. Um but yeah, like last year, you know, my my Horizon Distributors, you know them? Yeah. Yep, yep. yep I went there yep. cuz they had they had it for rent, so I rented it in the spring. Okay. And I wanted to buy it. Wait a
1: minute! You can rent a stand-on aerator.
0: They had a demo unit. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so they rented it out. Okay. And that's what I did, and yeah. it was amazing.
1: I'm sure. I'm
0: sure. <laughs> but I but I asked him how much it how much it was then, and I think he quoted me around ninety six hundred. Hmm. So I was like, I can't do that.
1: Yeah, you can't go up and down stairs with those, right? No. Yeah. So you're kind of limited to what you can do, right? So.
0: Do you have? Do you have? But then again, st- we
1: don't do stairs either way with aerating at all. And if you have gates so bigger than
0: <laughs> thirty-two inches, like, huh. you're not on a, <laughs> you're not, you know, yeah, walking behind one and having to lift it. Yeah. So yeah, I I reached out in the because I rented it in the fall too. Okay. And then I was like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna see if like, because it had more hours on it. It's an older piece of equipment. Maybe the price might come down. So I reached out to him. He, Told me, yeah, we'll sell it to you for 63
1: I wonder if they still have any of those for rent because I'll aerate again. <laughs> Call them.
0: Call them first thing tomorrow, see if they have any Man. ones to rent. Do you rent.
1: Re- remember just a general, like, how much they were going for for rent?
0: It was, <laughs> the cool thing was, is it, I, th- I think it was going for 190 a day.
1: Okay, yeah, because the regular ones are what, like, I forgot, like 150 40 50 60 Mm -hmm. which
0: they used to be like 60 bucks a day (laughs) yeah no that's awesome um but yeah he they they were switching over to like all new people at some point last year and they didn't have their system fully set up okay so like every time i rented it they gave it to me for free because i was i was standing around for like 30 minutes and they're like uh just 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 we won't charge you for it
1: that is awesome yeah (laughs) (laughs) so so
0: there was one time i brought them uh santiago burritos yeah and some dunkin donuts uh coffee yeah as a as a thank you for saving me gosh i i think i probably would have spent maybe eight hundred a thousand dollars renting it renting it out yeah and
1: stand on aerators man that's like a it's like a dream right there. <laughs> like I hate aerating now. And I think you know. I'm, there's other people that they swear by. that. they love it. And I'm like, really?
0: You love it? Mm. If I'm not using it, and you guys might want to try it out. Maybe try it out for a day or something. I could.
1: This is the thing. If if it's because once the guys get a hold of that, it's like drinking clean water for the first time. It's gonna be hard to go back to the other way. You know yeah, it, yeah that's, that, true. that's gonna be tough <laughs> it's like everyone's like yeah let's aerate after that but then when they get a hold of the other one they're gonna they're gonna hate me <laughs> that's my concern because I just uh, I don't know yeah we I don't I don't want to do a
0: walk behind like I'll do it if I if I can't fit one or it's like I have to go down like one set of stairs
1: we're not doing any stairs and that thing just beats me
0: up have you thought about um, liquid aeration yeah,
1: yeah, I've thought about it. Because um, I told Garrett
0: about it, and I think he did. Yeah, he, he did six or so liquid aerations yeah, a, he, a week or
1: two ago. He was talking about doing them.
0: I didn't know he uh, already did it.
1: Um, has he had good results with it? I mean, I guess you can't he's really made tell. money with it. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's it's not core aeration. Right. Core aeration is core aeration. Um, but like the the principles behind it is you know pretty much the same yeah you know it just helps break up thatch and and compact soil right you know helps water.
1: I did look into that for a little while a few years back. <clears throat> I just never really moved forward with it um, but they got a lot of great products out there, apparently um, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's probably gonna end up becoming especially in Colorado, a new thing. yeah, yeah. Because electric aerators aren't going to be anytime soon, so I'm sure. <laughs> so yeah, it'll go to liquid. Oh yeah, but then they'll have the water situation. So,
0: well, that, I'm I'm gonna because you because you could do liquid aeration every month of the year.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, and it's really beneficial when we have like heat and drought stress in the lawns. Yeah. Um, and so you know if someone's like watering, it's going to help their watering go further. Hmm. Then then you know just not not doing it okay
1: yeah yeah i mean i've definitely um read a little bit about it and it 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 seems like it's definitely super it seems like it's better than right your core aeration from what i read it seems like man that sounds awesome um but i've never actually used it
0: there's an article on the csu extension website talking about and they they aren't firm believers in it
1: oh they're not What's the, what's the hold up? what's the drawbacks, what's the concern?
0: Just, just, it's not core aeration. Like you're not, you know, puncturing the actual ground and bringing up the microbes that live in the soil up to the top hmm. to help break things down and, See. and let air in and, and all this stuff. But I mean, they make the products, they use the products. I'm not, you know, it could all be snake oil, but you know, right. it, yeah. it's, it's it's sound you know like the humic acid and then all the other stuff that they put in it, you know it's like it's supposed to be beneficial
1: hmm. well, I guess it's 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 still relatively a new product, right
0: i mean i I think it's probably shoot, I remember maybe eight, nine years ago I first saw like liquid aeration. I hmm. think back then it was more kind of like a a soapy type mixture or something like that. Because, you know, the the soap acts as, like, a surfactant and, you know, mm-hmm. breaks the uh, surface tension of the water so it can penetrate more. But I think since then, you know, it's it's improved, you know, add, um, you know, all these other things into it. It's 100% organic, kid, and pet-friendly safe.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean... We'll see how far this goes with it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I
0: think I think I have probably five or six lined up myself.
1: Oh, so you're doing both liquid and core. Mm-hmm. Did you initiate the liquid to your customers, like brought it up to them or did they say, "Hey, let's try that." And You're like, "All right, I guess." I'm the one that.
0: who brought it up. Um it it was it was sometime last year I I heard someone talking about it and I just wanted to know more about it, so I just, you know, started reading stuff on it yeah and i was like that's perfect for the people that live in denver Mm -hmm. that are you know concerned about co2 emissions heavy equipment on their lawn um you know uh, water restrictions so um i did a few last year last fall yeah and um it worked it worked pretty well it was you know nice I i charge minimum 90 and i don't know if it's like a right too high too low or whatever i just kind of you know did what you know threw stuff at the wall and saw what sticks
1: and did you you said you only had a handful of people that did the the liquid aeration did you end up um excuse me did you end up um just doing that on purpose just with a few to test it out instead of just trying to convert everybody or did you give everyone a choice and only this small handful the, the,
0: so the first when i first started using it i noticed some of my customers lawns didn't look like they were in the best shape and it can it can help with uh, necrotic ring spot hmm. um like brown patches dead patches it can help with that okay so I, so the wayne do you, do you, did you meet wayne I
1: want to say yes
0: I I, th- I think you might have been here when he was he didn't stay long but he's the one I used to work with and so I was talking to him about it and he look, you know he does chemical spraying and he was like yeah the the stuff that it has on it like makes sense Hm. yeah and yeah it would help with it would definitely help with you know this this pest or this disease or whatever sure So i started spraying it on on you know like you said a handful kind of like your
1: test subjects
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean (laughs) if you want to put it that way but i you know the the science is behind it right yeah so um you know i was just like hey i'm gonna try and do it push it even more this year because you just walk with five gallons of solution on your back I, i bought battery powered sprayers i have two of them so you're not, you know, sitting there having to.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. And, and you just you just spray it.
1: And that's kind of a. I haven't looked at, into it in a while. Is that is it kind of a an expensive product? Like a, no. your general size yard, your regular size, your average size yard.
0: So it gets you, you it comes in a five gallon jug, mm-hmm. and you use, anywhere between three to six ounces per gallon. And a gallon covers about up to a thousand square feet.
1: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Huh. what's the And gallon and the
0: though? bottle or the the jug. I think I got on Amazon because that's where I could find it the cheapest. There are different brands out there. Right, right. But they all have the same ingredients. Um and I so I found it like one of the cheapest ones and it was like eighty dollars. You said that's that's
1: one gallon or five gallons?
0: Five gallons.
1: Five gallons for eighty dollars?
0: Yeah. Or okay. what no no i'm sorry two gallon jug it's a two gallon jug okay okay but still two you know two gallons
1: get pretty far with that
0: yeah
1: (laughs) all right um
0: but yeah they sell it at site one um which i think garrett said you guys have a a deal with with site one
1: yeah we get a a, a, we get a little bit of a discount with them
0: yeah so you know it might even be might even be cheaper
1: Hmm. yeah I guess I'm gonna have to yeah, you here. just
0: mix it together and it at first I thought it smelled like earthy chocolate. Okay. But then the guy who was working my nephew who was working for me last summer thought it smelled told me it smelled like fish guts. Mm. So now that's all I can smell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he messed it up for you yeah it's like that wasn't in my head now it's in my head it wasn't
0: because i, I love the smell i was like oh this smells
1: so good just keep tricking yourself and believing no, no 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 yeah that's that's chocolate that's earthy chocolate. yeah <laughs>
0: so so yeah um you know it smells um it's it's a brown brown dirt type color
1: okay huh
0: and now you just mix it spray it
1: yeah I mean if it works and if it's it definitely sounds like it's less wear and tear on your body unless you <laughs> got the stand on <laughs> uh, would you say that the the aeration the core aeration sounds like that's faster to do it and get out of there no no because you got to stop and fill up your tank all the time right
0: I mean I I would br- I, I brought I would, I would do it to where, um, I would only have like a couple a day. Okay. Cause I didn't want to have to, you know, na- this year I'm going to use the customer's water. Like I'll bring a hose with me, fill it up, make the solution there.
1: Yeah. You wasn't doing that, huh?
0: No. Last year I would just fill up one, uh, in, you know, in the morning, bring it with me. Mm, okay. And then when I was at close by the yard or at the yard to mow or do whatever, yeah. I'd spray it and then I'd, you know, do the same thing the next day.
1: I got you. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, I use customers water for everything. Are we- <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I mean, I don't go crazy about it, but I, I will use their water. It's like, I mean, you know, i make sure it's turned off and everything. I wash my hands with their, if I have to, or whatever. It's like, yeah. and no one has ever, not once came out and gave me a problem about that yeah. ever. Unless you leave it on, which I just didn't
0: think of it. You know, I'm like, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it was just something. You know, like, I'll just do it at home.
1: Sure. Now, if I'm if I'm if I were mixing chemicals, I'm gonna have a special hose, like a short one that I bring with me, and I'm very careful with how I which is sh- yeah you should because you stuff. know if a kid's yeah, yeah, putting
0: their mouth yeah. on the hose oh, yeah, wanting no, a drink no, no,
1: yeah no no. <laughs> no very very careful with get a little
0: that. Lo- get a little fungicide or something in their in their <laughs> yeah, system no, no, that, uh, no. and then they blame you when the toxicology report comes back
1: i am very i <laughs> I, I have a phobia towards chemicals as it is so i am very aware of everything i'm doing i will switch gloves real fast if yeah
0: do you spray chemicals uh
1: not so i'm definitely getting away from the like roundup and things like that we're going more towards the natural thing uh herbicides but herbicides is the only chemical i'm really spraying i'm not doing an insecticides fungicides none of that and i'm not on the lawn areas just the beds
0: beds like mulch beds and mm, lots rock of rocks beds, and
1: yeah pavers all that yeah we're not getting on the lawns because from what i understand you gotta have special license to do that uh, definitely in florida where i'm originally from <laughs> they will light you up and i've read into it here and you gotta have one here in colorado too whether someone's driving around looking as hard as they were in florida i don't know they're not well i, I but I, I if you get a nosy neighbor
0: yeah who's like Oh, what are they doing? And they like, mm-hmm. you know, they can call and...
1: And then you also got these super, like, really sensitive people to chemicals. Mm-hmm. And if, if and when you have a license, you're supposed to get a, at least in Florida, I've never done it here, so I don't know, but you will get it in the mail, a list of all these folks and their addresses. Mm-hmm. The super, they have it yeah, here too. So if, and if you don't have that information and you're out here just blasting away and they, something happens to them, they're going to find out it was you and you're, you're in mm-hmm. big trouble so you just i don't want to play that game <laughs> not even a little bit so but there's there's plenty of aerating out there too and i get plenty of people that are like what what's that price that's so expensive and it's just like
0: what are you charging for aeration
1: so generally it's um three times the mowing price okay and we definitely have some pushback. in fact i'd like I, I i need to Sit down and do the numbers of what is our close ratio on just aerations so I can kind of give you a more so I can let you know who how much resistance we're getting. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, because we're doing P for P, which is a third of the labor revenue, I want to make sure our and we're using the manual one. <laughs> I want to make sure our guys. Are making decent like good money when they do it i do not want them hating their life and i do it at the end of the week <laughs> that way they can rest all weekend and, and if we go lower prices that means they're getting paid less which means they're not doing it which puts me back into doing it and i don't want to do it either yeah i'm like the lat my record like i think it was two years ago like two falls ago was like 22 in one day and i was beat Jeez. down <laughs> I was like, oh no, I cannot keep doing this. It was rough. I'm 43, man, I'm over it, <laughs> <laughs> but the stand-on one, that's a different story.
0: Well, you, my, another reason why I wanted to get the stand-on was because I would block a week, week and a half for aerating, yeah. and then I'd be done with it. I wouldn't do any more. Some one Monday, I'd be like, nope, sorry, not doing it anymore.
1: A week of aerating, that sounds like a lot of aerations. That's
0: yeah, it guy. was. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's aerating fertilizer and overseeding too. You I know, not you. everyone does all of it.
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um but but yeah, like I you know, I'd block I'd block that time off and if they missed it, like I wouldn't do it just because, you know, I didn't I didn't want to have to go back out at the end of the day after I'm done mowing. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to bring the aerator on my trailer with me and trying to like fight around it every day. Right. So yeah. With wanting to get the ride on aerator. I'm like, "Hey, like I wouldn't mind going home and, you know, swapping my my equipment out."
1: Oh yeah, with and, that thing I could go home yeah. and do some push-ups or something. It won't <laughs> matter. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh. Yeah. Man, I didn't know they rented them out. Oh.
0: <laughs> if they do, like if if they do have them and they're all booked up for the spring. Yeah. Call them. Call. Call them early, like mid to late summer, and put your name down on the list. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To rent it off, like, yeah, I need it, you know, Thursday, Friday. Sure. And if you schedule aerations on Saturday, you don't have to pay for that day because they're closed.
1: Oh, I see. So
0: you would just rent it for, like, you know, a Thursday and Friday, where you could do aerations Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Right, right. And then return the machine Monday morning.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I'm definitely going to be looking into that.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that, that's what I did last fall. Me, me and Jordan did uh, all my aerations and fertilizing and all that stuff in, in three days. Or no, two days. It was on a Friday and Saturday.
1: What would you say? How? What is your rates on the aeration? Do you have like a formula or are you just kind of? I
0: am $40 per 1,000 square feet.
1: Okay, so that that's probably about around the same as kind of how we're kind of doing it
0: with, well with with a minimum of eighty and that covers yeah. up to two thousand square feet, okay, um you know, so like mm-hmm. you know if if some of my yards are um, you know let's say thirty six dollars to cut, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not at where you guys are at with the sure. three times the mowing price,
1: right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, because our our minimum would be like 105, but I will give. I'll make 99 my very lowest if it's just a small front yard. I just be like 99. Do you want it? No. All right. Yeah. Because <laughs> my people are getting beat up as it is, so fine. <laughs> but with stand on that could change things. But then again, that's a more expensive piece of equipment, so no discount never mind we'll take it or leave it yeah
0: you know. <laughs> well i you know like that's that's why that's what i want people to realize is like this the the equipment to do this like isn't cheap
1: yeah yeah
0: and you know it's like like when you know when i was working with wayne his rating prices were 35 dollars front and back for like the longest time <sighs> it
1: just hurts to hear that it's just, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah
0: and you know like i I, You know, my first year I started watching, you know, people talk about aerating and aerating prices and Brian's lawn maintenance. You know, he was, you know, he was talking about having a minimum and I heard, I found out what he charged and I was just like, what? Yeah. Like you're charging like 90 bucks for an aeration. Right. So my first year, cause I got all my customers from Wayne cause I bought part of his business on every one i increased by like five dollars because they had been 35 dollars for like the past 10 years and then i learned all that stuff like over the over the summer and then i started implementing it in the fall i had a lot of pushback a lot of people sure. were like oh that's that's way too much i, I could mm. i could find someone who would do it for 30. i'm like okay right like yeah i'd like the money but i'm sure as hell not because back then i had a walk behind that was all i had yeah i was doing it by myself i'm like i'm not i'm not doing i'm not beating my body up for for 30 bucks like it takes it can take you two to three times as long instead of just like mowing
1: and hurts way more yeah (laughs) hurts way way more yeah no i you know The first time we implemented that 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 pricing I was nervous I was like what that's we're never gonna get that and yeah we had pushback as well but then people started accepting it and all it takes is that one that first client to accept this new price that you're putting out there and the light go you're like you you realize oh some people will buy it and will pay this particular price when i was in florida we did pine straw as mulch and which sounds crazy out here in colorado because yeah. that's a fire <laughs> hazard for one thing but they they do it in the south and uh that's just a whole other conversation but we'd get it from by in the bales and the guy i used to work for he would charge seven dollars per bale that pays for the bale that brings the bale over and we we and we put out the bale of pine straw Uh and um and i think he was he was getting it for probably like 225 or something i don't remember something in the two area and whenever i would start doing side jobs i basically just followed his pricing and i thought we were i was on top of the world right but i hated putting out pine straw i hated it and i started listening to things like lawn care millionaire and this and that and he always would say things like um you know do not charge by the by the uh unit you need to charge you need to that's the lazy way of figuring it out kind of thing and he's like you know how long does it actually take you to do it and that's how you need to figure out your pricing with that and material and overhead or whatever and uh, and and that was years ago and i was like you know what I'm going to screw this and I did all this math and I started when I was working for m- this guy, I started like timing myself. How long does it take me to put out bales? And I, and then I came up with a number after a while. I was like, you know what? $12 is what I should be charging. So it went from seven to 12 and I tried it on a client. Oh, is that like a
0: it, 80% increase or so?
1: Yeah, it was a lot. Right. <laughs> so, and I didn't tell them $12 a bail. Like he would tell them $7 a bale because he would line item everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I just kind of gave him the bottom line. It was like, this is the price. <laughs> and I didn't tell him how many bales it was, which was also kind of put myself at risk as well because if we were short, well, that's on me now. Mm-hmm. At least he was covered. You know, it's like, oh, we said 50, you signed on 50 bales. We actually need 10 more, that's $7 a bail. Do you want it or don't you? Which, anyway, but I just said, I just, I did the math on how much pine straw we're going to need for the job and just $12 a bale. We're going to pine straw your yard. This is what it's going to cost. Take it. Do you want it? And people started saying yes. And I was like, oh, man. And it just, it blew my mind.
0: Um, well, it makes you feel good. Yeah. When you you get your prices where you think they need to be. mm mm-hmm and people are okay with it
1: yeah and not or, or people start be.
0: paying it and then you it might be a little at first but then like the next year it's going to be a little bit more or even a lot more and then it just you know kind of almost keeps compounding sure yeah like that's how it was you know when i was doing the aeration and increasing my prices because because the two years ago i was at 30 dollars per 1000 60 minimum Last year, I was at $35, $70 minimum. Now I'm at $40, $80 minimum. Yeah. And the same people who were signing up for aeration last year and the year before are signing up for aeration again.
1: And, you know, if, if, if more people would get on that, that mindset of raising your prices, mm-hmm. then there wouldn't be so much pushback. People would just deal with it. Like, okay, I guess it's either do it myself or pay someone to do it, you know?
0: Well, even if, like, like, if they want to do it themselves, like like what we were saying earlier, you know, a machine's like 160 bucks now. Yeah. And, like, you have to rent it four-hour minimum. And then you have to have a way to – you have to have a trailer or a truck. Mm-hmm. You have to go to Home Depot or Lowe's and, and pick it up. Then you have to drive home, do it yourself on a hot Saturday afternoon.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then take a break because you're so exhausted. Hmm. And then you realize you're past the four-hour mark. So you have to hurry up and load it back up into your truck or trailer and drive back. And then you pay with your credit card and you realize, oh, my gosh, that was $180. Yeah. I should have hired – Long Care Ninja for 80.
1: <laughs> I've, I've actually talked to customers. I would even, I'd talk them into, just go do it yourself then. You know, I would do it. not that. Would, would you no. say that? No, not like that. Okay. No, but I would, I would have them just do it themselves. And then next time they would be like, no, I'm never doing that again. And they'd be happy to pay that price because that's way better than dealing with it themselves and everything you said about pricing yeah. and all that. So, um, yeah no it, it's just it's it's interesting how i guess it comes back to that whole knowing your numbers and knowing your value yeah. you know because most of us when we get started we're scared we're like i don't yeah you know i i i gotta and and we come from a we we also most of us have that perspective like i wouldn't pay that that's crazy but we're not our customer you know mm-hmm. like christmas lights is perfect like <laughs> i will not pay that for the christmas lights but there's customers that will and I'm not them, and that's fine, you know. I dude, what a, the,
0: there's there's like eighty thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollar Christmas light displays that that people pay for. Oh yeah, every single year for just
1: a several for a
0: few weeks. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I'm not that customer, so
1: I gotta get out. You know, we gotta get out of that mindset of yeah. worrying about those kind of things. It's like you know we're we're providing value to them they don't want to deal with it they got the money it's like i'd rather pay someone to get this off my plate give me what i want you know i got other things i need to be doing you know and that's just like when you go to a restaurant and you know yeah i could cook some of this food better than than they are but it's the experience it's i don't have to cook i don't have to clean i don't have to deal with all of that you know and I, i'm willing yeah, to pay this yeah dirty dishes price. is huge for me
0: i don't go out much but you know it's like oh when i'm done like cooking a steak or something like that and then there's oil or butter or whatever you know yeah. splattered on the the uh, <laughs> uh, stovetop and your house sm- your house smells good sure but then you gotta you know scrape off all the it's an ordeal junk from the plates and pots and pans and
1: yeah it's it's a it's a process so it's it's an ordeal so yeah just people we are not i am definitely not my customer paying those prices so just get out of get out of my my own way and and yeah you know knowing your numbers helps um which I'm still learning a lot with certain numbers I don't know all of my numbers um but I definitely am and the more I do this the more I'm learning and the the more it's all making sense so um knowing your numbers knowing your value and not coming from a place of of i guess poverty is the only way i can think of you know we got i had this client that paid five thousand dollars to put up christmas lights for like just a week and i I gave him that price five thousand dollars and just like sat back and waited and it didn't take long there's like yes and when you
0: sent that out were you like oh my gosh like they're never gonna say yes to this yeah
1: my wife she was like (sighs) Five, she's just like what and I was like yeah and, and she couldn't believe it and she kind of came from a little bit more money than I did and even she couldn't but these people have a private jet I, you know I'll give them that yeah. so they they had they definitely had money um but it was just it, it's it just goes to show that you know you're not you're you're not some people are people are willing to pay if it's if that's what they want so i really uh i enjoy this whole business thing i'm, I'm loving it I, I wouldn't learn half these things working for somebody
0: yeah so i know we've already been you know chatting for a little bit and i said we weren't recording but we had some good stuff in there so i think i might go ahead and keep it um but just maybe right now go ahead and introduce yourself uh talk a little bit about yourself you know whatever you feel comfortable sharing um you know you talk a little bit about you know your business and um you know you're you're with augusta
1: yeah yeah um i'm thomas thomas salazar i'm with augusta and this will be my fourth year the beginning of the fourth year starts now spring is beginning um Let's see, um, you know, every, every winter that goes by it, you know, we had this dip here in Colorado where we're just out of work and, or it slows down mm-hmm. a lot and you would think after three years you would, you wouldn't be so nervous. <laughs> like, is it gonna start? Because you know it's gonna start, <laughs> and it's like enjoy the moment while you have it. You know, get all these other your 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 t's crossed, your eyes dot, dotted, and everything else. Get ready for it because it's about to come. And uh, and that's one of the things. One of the things that I find found myself concerned with the most was employees. Um, we've had a few good ones. We've definitely had some good ones, and we have had an issue with getting them to return um
0: which i think probably a lot of companies have that issue
1: sure sure so like the past few weeks i've i've been a little bit worried and stressed out like oh i gotta i gotta go through this whole process of finding a bunch of people filtering through them and dealing with this and you know and every year, it always works out. It just does. You know, <laughs> we end up getting. You know, as long as we're over hiring, and then people will weed themselves out.
0: What What do you mean by over hiring?
1: So we're gonna. I'm gonna end up getting like eight people to show up next month, little by little. There, I'm gonna have eight people scheduled to show up. Two of them won't.
0: Okay. One <laughs> of them will like
1: last a day or two, and then the other one, a week or three or whatever. And you know, and just keep on bringing them in, and eventually, and, and still keep hiring because it's going to keep happening. And then one of the guys I'm going to believe in the most, like this guy, is going to be a general manager one day. He's going to move on to something else, or he's going to move away, or, or whatever. And you know, it's it's just now turned into like let things be. Do your best try to be a good manager try to be a good a good uh you know owner try to show them what we have to offer show them that you care about them show them that you're there to help build them up and and teach them as much as they want to learn and some like it's just
0: not a job you go to and show up and do your work and take off
1: yeah and, and 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 you know the right if someone stays they stay if they don't they don't but at least they will have left better than when they showed up Mm -hmm. hopefully that if not i failed them so and just there's there's going to be more people that will filter in and come through and we'll get the work done and eventually you know we will someone will show up who wants to make a career out of this who wants to be a general manager who wants to turn into a regional general manager um who wants who wants that or wants to own their own company and we will help them do that um and 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 not get too caught up in looking at the finish line as far as that goes and just let the process happen and stop worrying about it and just keep putting in the work and that's one of the lessons i'm learning this the past few weeks including today um i actually had to i had to fire somebody today oh wow who who, was, who, ha, who worked with me from the beginning, a little bit here each year, you know, and I had to keep letting them go because they, they were a great worker, they had a great attitude, they were respectful. The problem was attendance. They would, something would always come up and they would not show up the, you know, and wait like an hour or two to, to call me and tell me what's going on. And I've fired them a few times now and this was the very last time, and I'm I've given this person way too many chances just because I, I see the good in them, mm-hmm. and, and they like I said they're very respectful, great attitude, never complains. It's just the attendance thing. Excuse me, and I had I just I have high hopes for this this young person, but he just I can no longer allow. Um, I I can't get too invested if something if. I can't how do I say this <laughs> I definitely can't let any one person mess up the mission of the company right uh, and get in the way of things it's you know I can show you I, it's like the whole I can take a horse to water but I can't make you drink it kind of thing and quit trying to help like drag people across it's like you, you know the right person will show up the right people will show up and like I said as long as as long as they leave better than when they showed up then I did I did good by them And just keep doing that and and we're not on bad terms I let him know I really care about him I hope everything works out for him he told me that he really enjoyed working for me just like pretty much most of the guys that come and go they all really enjoy working for me and I want them to be successful whatever they do they don't have to work here Mm -hmm. that's fine do whatever you believe is the best thing for you yeah right and that's what I want for them and that's great so
0: um, well I would think after four years or thir- three years because this is your fourth year mm-hmm. that you know you s- you spend that much time with someone you do you know kind of build that friendship
1: sure yeah you know he he's uh in his early 20s and i see myself in him a lot because i was a little <laughs> knucklehead for sure he he's actually i was definitely worse than him um but you know we <laughs> I was telling them t- today, it's like, you know, we have these r- rules in place for a reason, you know, and if we start bending them for you, then where's the line get drawn? Yeah. Because we'll bend this rule for you, and then you're going to want us to bend another rule for you. And then eventually we got this culture of people bending rules, and the rules no longer mean anything. And I just, I can't let that happen. Yeah. Like, it is my job to keep that from happening. And I hope the best for you. I want the best for you. But, you know, this just, this is not, the, you know, this isn't the place for you right now. Maybe, maybe in the future, <laughs> you know, but I didn't even tell him that part because I'm not sure I will be able to give him another. I mean, I, I believe in people so much. I'm sure I may give him another chance, but it won't be next season. It'll have yeah. to be a couple seasons. of seasons. Let to him mature by. for yes. a year or two, maybe yeah. five. Yeah. Because he's, I'm sure I've been giving off that signal that I'll take you back no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And I got to, I can't be, I cannot be doing that, you know? So employees and just that that's my main that's been my main concern this whole time it's like we got work coming in and am i going to have the people to do it and every spring i always do it always happens so stop worrying about it it's going to be fine as long as i keep hiring and hiring and dealing with it so
0: so have you have you had an augusta franchise those those four years yep
1: yep so that all began at the end of 2019, so basically 2020 was our first season. Right when COVID. Right during yeah. COVID, yeah, yeah. Great time to start a business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was a great time to start a business. I didn't realize it when it was first happening, but the amount of people that, like, stayed home and just were looking outside their windows, like, oh, I got I, I got to have mulch in my yard or, you know, landscape area or whatever mm. or yeah, I want someone to come and, you know, make my lawn look nice.
1: Yeah. Was yeah.
0: really, really nice.
1: Yes. Yeah, our whole the whole one of the main things I had to deal with was because of it was the beginning of COVID, everyone was freaked out. Everyone was very nervous. And I had zero customers and part of the strategy because I didn't have a lot of capital to market to people was knocking on doors door mm-hmm. hanger type things and that wasn't allowed here like he was not allowed to yeah, be knocking on yeah. doors but we still did just fine everything worked out um but yeah uh long answer to your question yeah i've been with a Gus of this that whole time i've tiptoed into my own business before mm-hmm. that a few times but um you know i i wasn't as I wasn't as well I also was moving back and forth from Florida to Colorado so I, I never really sat and got my roots in either um, but once I got with Augusta it's like alright I, I am not I, I'm staying right here to get this thing going I'm not bouncing around anymore
0: um, yeah so um, you were the first ever Augusta franchise how how did that come about like how do you know Mike Andes um, like what? What was, what was your thinking? Because I can imagine four years ago, Mike Andy's was not who he is now. Mm-hmm. No one probably knew him, at least in this you know field. Sure. So how? Like, to, w- walk me through like how that happened.
1: Yeah. So I was I was in Florida, and I w- I had my. My landscape company and and i was i always was listening to podcasts or listening to youtube while i was working and everything and i was you know lawn care millionaire and a jonathan few, potashnik yep Okay. yep and a few other people um and it, jonathan potashnik was seemed like the only person that had this this um message of you can build something real here and get out of the field and have a real company versus most of not all but most of the other ones i was listening to they they kind of had that 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 sense that you're stuck in here and this is it like you're going you're gonna it's just gonna be a struggle it's gonna you're gonna work your butt off you'll make good money sure but you're gonna be working your, your butt off in the field you know it seemed like forever and some of the guys, I won't say any of their names, Like they're still in the field working since I've been listening to them. <laughs> and and I, I, was, I was starting to get discouraged. It's like, man, there's gotta be, there's gotta, you know, there's gotta be, you know, yeah, Jonathan Potoshnik, but the way he had it set up, it sounded like, man, that's just so far out there. Um, and then I stumbled across this young man on, I wanna say it was a podcast. And I could tell he was young by his voice, but Everything he said was just, it made so much sense. And it had just, you could tell something special was happening. And it, it just, I don't know, just, I can't, it, it was just so everything, it was so much um, hope in his message. And, and he was implementing it as well and i was like man this 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 guy really knows what's going on and his name was mike andes and it got to the point to where after i was listening to him for a while i was ready to shut my business down is what i was starting to think and i'm gonna go to washington and see if i can work for this guy (laughs) like that's how much i really from
0: florida sunny florida
1: well actually what ended up happening was I would, so I, I found him in Florida, but then I ended up moving to Colorado, Okay, you know, part of my bouncing around thing. And then when I was in Colorado, that's when I finally was like, you know what, I, I think I'm going to – I really debated on moving to Washington to see like – permanently. Well, how, you know, at, in that time in my life, nothing was permanent. I am kind of was bouncing around a little okay. bit here and there, but I was definitely going to – was considering going out there, seeing if I could work for him. And and getting as close to him as I could uh, and learn what I could, I could from him, but then he mentioned it that he was going to start a franchise, and that kind of slowed my slowed me down a little bit because that would have been a big deal for me to just move all the way out there. Mm-hmm. I knew a few people in Colorado. I knew nobody in Washington, and all of my family was back in Florida. And I was already far enough from them in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, but that would have been like a war, you know, just that much further. But uh, when he mentioned it. <clears throat> You know that's when I you know I, I told myself I, I definitely want in on this whatever it takes I got to get in on this um, and then when he finally said okay this is happening I've already emailed him when he mentioned we briefly mentioned it before like email and get on this list and I'll let you know when it's happening so I already did that and then when he finalized it and said okay it's happening I emailed him again and uh, and he reached out and we talked about it and and he accepted me and as far as one of the franchisees and at the end of it the conversation he said you know something like um, uh, you know you're the very first one so there is that and i was like what <laughs> i was like really <laughs> like great that's fine whatever let's go let's do this you know i really believed in everything he was talking about um so I've been bought in for a while, um, but it was probably, I don't know, one or two years before he franchised is when I found him. One or two, maybe three at the most. I think maybe two. But when anyhow, you found him on that podcast? When I when I've discovered him, okay. for myself at least. And uh, so that's how long I was listening to him before he franchised and I was ready to go shoot
0: back then he was probably what 18 19 years old he was pretty young yeah I mean because he's early early to mid-20s right now Mm -hmm. yeah he's in his mid-20s yeah
1: yeah okay so but like I said everything he said just made sense the way he talked about business the way he talked about his team the way he talked about culture and and building up people and just so many different things It, it was just it made so much sense Because I knew before I've heard of Mike that, you know, there's gotta be something better out there also that helps the people that work for you. Because when I worked for people, it always seemed as though all they care about is themselves, they're going on all these vacations, we're out here working, and you know, that's fine. But wouldn't it be nice if we could create something to where we're showing them the doors to get out of this cycle, if they want to get out of this cycle, mm-hmm. instead of "you work for me and that's that," you know. Um, most of the people, or at least when I grew up, my parents, they didn't know how to. They didn't have the the tools to teach me how to to to, to have a better financial future. They didn't know, and where I grew up, it was either you go to the military. Uh, you could go to college, and and that's really it. It was a very tourist town, touristy mm-hmm. area, and those it seemed like those were really the only options. Um, but I would see these other folks that had that seemed like they were really doing well financially, and I knew there had to be a way to get over there. Like, how do I get over there? Is college really the only way? is military really the only way is military even a way <laughs> you know and and i love the military i have military friends and family and i'm sure you could definitely but how do i say this it, it, it just seemed like there was it, it was all secrets like how to get from here to there to be financially successful it was secrets
0: well you just you you thought that there had to be a different way not necessarily a better way but like a different way yeah to get to get there sure
1: yeah and you know the people that i work for i'm sure if i would have asked them the owners i'm sure they would have told me most of them, if not all of them, but I was, you know, shy and everything else, or maybe because I was young and I had that rebellious kind of attitude, you know, and plus I didn't know what questions to really ask them, you know, I just, but, but now, now being in the position I'm in, you know, I can, I can kind of just like, uh, kind of like drip, market this or you know kind of just give this information to them like slowly start like showing them like telling them things that i've learned and help them see things um a little bit differently um to help break that that mindset that it would have been nice if if somebody would have if i would have had that information when i was younger because youtube didn't exist when i was in my 20s mm-hmm. um
0: yeah we're, we're the now. same age too so
1: yeah so in but but i knew there had to be a way i knew that i wanted to create something eventually to where we could i could help other people see the doors and how to get out of that mindset if they chose to i just didn't know how to do all of that and get to that point Mm -hmm. and it seemed like a faraway place and then when i heard mike And he was talking about doing those kind of things and creating those things. It was like, he's—he's there it is. There's the blueprints to all of it. And, you know, and now I'm able to help do that for people. And I really, I feel very blessed to be in that position to where I can do that. And as we get bigger, as we grow, I will be able to focus more on that. Because currently where I'm at right now in the business, I'm still doing a little bit of field work and estimates and just putting out fires and kind of all over the place until we can get some solid team members in place get a general manager in place one day it's like all right i can be a little more focused on you know helping other people reach their goals in the company but i still try to do that now you mm-hmm. know i let them all know you know if you got other things you'd like to do just let me know and see what i can do to help you out and get there you know so I, I really enjoy this whole um, – I just – I enjoy being a business owner and having this opportunity to help other people if they want it.
0: Yeah. So when you first heard Mike, was was there a bias in your mind of I'm this old, he's this young, mm. he can't possibly know?
1: I've – ass- so I I've, I've tried I've tried to get into the mindset before I think it was like 20 what was it 20 uh, 2016 or 14 is when I really started getting into books auto, like listening to books listening to good content started mm-hmm. changing my way of thinking that's when it really all shifted right before I ran into Mike or found discovered Mike so by the time I discovered Mike, I had it in my mind that you can learn from anybody. In okay. every room you walk into, you can be a teacher and a student. You don't have to be just one or the other. You can learn something from everyone, and you you can teach something to everyone. So when I heard him talking about things, he was talking about. It didn't. His age didn't matter. It was the things that were coming out of his mouth made sense, and I already I just I knew it i knew it there was his age did not matter it just didn't (laughs) yeah now i will say that i did catch myself thinking things like well he's got this business thing figured out but i'm sure there's other things that he does he you know he he's not gonna have that thing figured out like maybe maybe relationships with with girls which or 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 whatever Mm -hmm. you know dealing with certain situations in life just because he hasn't gotten there yet but with this whole business thing and the culture thing and everything else, he definitely had, he had something special happening there. And I was, I was bought in, for sure.
0: Yeah, because I, I think, you know, I think for me, it was, for the longest time myself, when I was working with someone else, like, I thought I knew, like, I thought I knew everything. And, you know, like, there's, like, I can't learn anything from someone as, as far as like, you know, lawn mowing goes. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, I got my own business and I knew nothing, <laughs> you know? And, you know, just turning to like podcasts and YouTube videos just like opened my eyes to so much. And then I, I can't remember what it was. It was, you know, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago I had you know in my recommendations like a vi- you know a video for my candies. he only had like I don't know a thousand subscribers or less than a thousand so I like clicked on the video I'm like you know kind of skeptical honestly at first sure I'm like you know this 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 kid's young like he, he doesn't know like he doesn't have a big audience and you know kind of just like what, what you said I started watching his videos I'm like all right. This this dude knows what he's talking about. And then he started making more videos and I started watching more and more and like I, I just love the, the content that he puts out. Um, you know, we went to Landscape Summit and which which I thought was amazing, an amazing experience. Um and you know now he's you know, doing the co pilot CRM Hmm. and I signed up for it because it, it it's, when I first signed up for it, it was buggy as heck. <laughs> sure. But I believed in his vision. I believed what when he talked about it and what he saw for the future of it. And like, I, he had built that report with me just from like me watching his videos and like, you know, I've met him in person a couple of times and you know, it was, it was just, I think he's a great guy to know. I don't, I probably don't know him as well as you, but it's like the, the stuff he puts out, like I've just learned so much.
1: I can tell you that he's a very genuine person. What you see is what you get. Yeah. He's not someone I, I, I different. I can tell that. Yeah yeah he, he he really cares about people and you can just see that it's that is for real as far as i can tell <laughs> it is very for real
0: well i i think it'd be hard to kind of keep up a charade possibly
1: but i just don't believe that it's a charade with mike i'm pretty confident he's uh, yeah
0: I, I i don't <laughs> think it is either but but yeah you know I, I i just wanted to hear you know like how how you you know kind of got to know mike and and stuff because you know
1: working a hard day in the florida sun (laughs) about to give up on all this whole landscaping thing and then and then i heard him talking on a podcast and i stayed with it and that's how that's that's how it happened hot day in florida probably july or august after throwing pine straw which was not fun. Geez,
0: you're doing that in the heat, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with it's what, usually like eighty percent humidity, ninety so percent. your
1: nose and and it's just sticking to you, and it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Fun. Yeah, some of them will have fire ants in there, so that makes it even better. Oh my gosh. Yeah, those are the fun ones when you get a hold of that. But yeah, no, it, it was it was it was going through a dip in as far as physical labor went. It was just having a hard day. He's like, all right, let's find another podcast. You know, I gotta hear someone with something. Do you know good. that podcast name?
0: Man, or not, or who like did it? As far as like the 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 podcast host or someone. I know
1: something? that was Mike. And- that was Mike Andy's when I found. You know that that's that's when I found Mike Andy's when I it was. I remember I was going. Was to it a, his
0: podcast or was he a guest on someone else's podcast? Oh no, podcast? that was his. It was. Oh his. okay.
1: I forgot the name of it. I, I want to. I guess it was. Um,
0: uh landscape business landscape course. business
1: course I don't it's I'm not sure <laughs> I don't know something like that yeah Okay yeah cuz like
0: I that. I I thought maybe it was a he was a guest on like Jonathan's podcast or something No
1: I don't think he I don't think he knew Jonathan I don't know he might have by then I don't know okay. uh, This was definitely very early on yeah. in his uh his uh social media uh, life so
0: So if someone is thinking about wanting to get into the green industry Mm -hmm. like what's what's some advice you have for them Uh, you know whether that's you know doing it outside of Augusta Mm -hmm. or trying to get in with Augusta because you believe in Augusta's you know mission and
1: sure so I mean as far as Augusta goes what I tell people what I'll, the way I see it is if you want, if you're going to get into landscaping and you want to be, if if you're going to make it, if you're going to be serious about it, <clears throat> if you have the, so this could get into a real deep conversation, but, uh, <laughs> if you have the choice, you know, I'm sure, you know, if you have the choice, join Augusta because mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, could you be successful on your own? Absolutely. You could. But when you join a franchise, you, you you definitely skip a lot of those hard years. A lot of your questions are answered. We got a good support system. You know, we're definitely on the leading. We're on the we're the tip of the spear into the future. Like we just are. <laughs> um, if you have a choice, you should definitely join Augusta. Um, but if you wanna, you but if you're brand new and you've never done any kind of landscaping whatsoever, and maybe you don't have the funds, maybe you come from,
0: you know, you just don't have the money, you should, you know. Get hired by an Augusta franchise? You sh- yeah, hey,
1: that <laughs> that's, that's the way to go. You should go work for an Augusta franchise, if one's in your area, learn everything you can, and...
0: Because you can actually work yourself up to your own business, can't you?
1: Absolutely. After two years, you can you can have a franchise of your own. The franchise fee is waived. It's important you let the, the franchisor know that's what you're up to so they can help mentor you a little bit more. Versus if you're flying under the radar trying to do these things, you should definitely let us know so we can help get you there. We want you to succeed that's important but if you're not anywhere near an augusta franchise if you live in some small town where there is no augusta franchise and you don't have the funds to start one <clears throat> is there a company you could work for and learn some things about this of how these things work as far as um you know what it how to prune how to how to mow how to whatever mm-hmm. you know if you're brand new and never done any of this before get out there and just start seeing how you like it All right um and then, you know, just start taking on, you know, learn as much business stuff as you can. Listen to all the podcasts, YouTubes, everything you can. Just keep filling yourself with information. Never stop learning. Be an empty cup. The moment you feel like you're, you, you behave as if your cup is full, you're going to miss out on so much information. And, you know, just learn as much as you can. And don't, don't think that you can't do it because you can. Other people have done it, so you can do it too.
0: So and, and as far as uh, you know, the the people who have been like you know, I've been in business for four years. This is my fourth year. Um, what you were saying earlier was um, you know, just everything is going to work out.
1: It works out. It it, it 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 will work out as long as you keep showing up and you don't give up.
0: Well, because like I'll be honest, I'm I'm pretty nervous myself right now because I I last last fall i ended with a little over 80 recurring and i think i have less than 40 right now and you know it's i'm you know kind of getting to the point where it's like oh crap like sure yeah i'm i'm going to be in trouble but at the same time th- at the same time l- last year i think i had 56 and ended up with 83. Okay. So I know the stuff will come. But, you know, it's it's, it's just hard to you know kind of see like 4 weeks out, 5 weeks out and just yeah. know that that stuff, you know, is is going to come, it's going to work itself out. Right. And you know, I, I like I want to hire someone to this year. Uh, like that would be a new experience for me. And you know, like I have no idea what what to do for hiring someone as far
1: as how to get them in the door or to
0: well I, I mean you know, this this isn't necessarily something you have to answer but mm-hmm. you know' I'm, I'm just you know kind of sharing you know some of my you know struggles with you know being in being in business too but yeah you know like where like where do I go or where does someone go to you know look about hiring? Because uh, you know, if 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 I was to start out right now, I don't have enough work for two people. Hmm. So, but at the same time, like I, I want to get to the point to where I can have enough work for two people. And how do I find that second person? <clears throat> Well, and like I said, this is, it's it's not, we don't have to go off into that, but sure. Um, okay. I mean, cause you know, it's, it sounds like you have, you know, you were talking about, oh, we're hiring. Yeah. Um, So I don't know, maybe we could save that for, for a next, next one or something, but.
1: Sure. I will say this though, is, you know, when, when you, from my experience at least, and from others that I keep hearing about is is when you get that first employee either ever or for the year or whatever, they're not, don't don't make the mistake of, okay, I'm done looking now. I got my person. I don't have to worry about looking anymore because something, pe- things happen, you know, mm-hmm. they either move on or whatever. So it, it, I, I believe it's the whole over hiring thing is to help. To kind of hedge against that, um, constantly be looking, constantly be hiring, constantly be you know have some cards whatever hand them out to the busser at your restaurant or whatever if they seem like they're a great fit the guy at Home Depot if he seems like he's a great fit the kid at Starbucks if he's a great fit and just hey you know if uh and, you know here you go would you you know and then your card can have your information or whatnot and just always be looking. Uh, Indeed, Craigslist, Facebook, whatever, anything to just keep bringing people in. You're going to go through a lot of people that in most, you know, I've had so many interviews set up and so many people just won't show up. They say they will, but they don't. Um, People will show up for the first day. Some people won't show up. Some people would stay for a day or two and they realize this is not the type of work they want to do. Just just keep bringing them on. Um, But... Getting your hopes up that someone's going to just turn into your a player forever (laughs) don't don't get your heart broke when they if they don't work out just don't do that um
0: someone will eventually someone will eventually
1: and the more simpler you keep your services it's easier to i hate to use the word replace them but someone can fill that slot when they move on to something they're more suited for you know so that's that's
0: a good point because I think, you know, a, a lot of lawn care owners probably try and go off in so many different directions Yeah. and then they get bombarded with too much work. Some of it might be more specialized than walking behind a mower yeah. and then you're trying to struggle. You know, you hire one guy to do it. He works out great and then something happens and then you're, you know, you're screwed from that point on. Yeah, yeah. So simplifying services, I think, is a...
1: That's so huge. It's so huge. Unless yeah. you enjoy being in the field yourself, doing all of the work, then you can get as complicated as you want. <laughs> but if something happens to you, if things happen, it's all that... It's You're in a bad situation. Super simple services. It's easier to, you know, train people up, get them profitable, keep the ball rolling. You know, like this year... <sighs> I'm debating on just letting sod installations go completely. <laughs> I
0: hate sod.
1: <laughs> I enjoy doing it just because I really like the finish. I'm pretty good at it, but at the same time, I said it just then, I'm good at it. Yeah, it's That's one of those things that takes a little while to train someone else to be good at it, and that's it's putting myself in, I cannot be stuck on the job. I just cannot be at this point. I need to not be on the job. Uh, so we're probably gonna end up letting that go this season and that's going to hurt a little bit because I I do like doing it. But it's going to slow us down.
0: Would you do like a full removal? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Jeez.
1: And if there's, I will cut it in to where it looks like it grew there. <laughs> <laughs> I really will. Um, I was trained very well back in Florida. We would, if uh, we had it to where the lawns would connect to each other, neighbors, uh-huh. and we would cut this one out put this one in and it all s- flowed smoothly into from that neighbor to that neighbor <laughs> and we were just the connection like the puzzle piece like we are really good at it and I enjoyed it um, but it, it, it is something it, it's it's currently the most technical thing we do and I'm gonna have to let it go unless there's like three or four people that know how to do it very well then okay we can do that but if only one person knows how to do it we're not doing it because would that
0: open up um the rest of your crew to focus on like re- recurring work then
1: yeah we'd have it scheduled to where it wouldn't get in the way of recurring okay um, but it's
0: just that you would have to be out there
1: currently yeah okay currently unless there's other people that really know how to do it so i like you said i'm gonna have to let that go unfortunately <laughs>
0: yeah All right, um, yeah, I guess we'll probably wrap it up. Uh, Thomas, I appreciate you coming and being on the podcast. Uh, Enjoyed it, and uh, yeah. So if uh, you guys have any questions for Thomas, leave them in the comments down below. And uh, I don't think you're – are you much on YouTube or Instagram or anything like that?
1: No, I I don't have a a social presence really. I'm one of the – I'll see
0: the occasional Instagram post from Augusta Longcare of Littleton.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't have a big presence myself on there. I'm. I'm, I'm too busy doing other things. Yeah. So that's not really my field. Yeah. That's not my thing.
0: <laughs> but yeah, if you guys have a question uh, for Thomas, you know, leave it down in the comments, and uh, you know, I'll shoot him a text, and you know, see see what he has to say. And.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. easy to to reach um, as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can be reached
0: <laughs> yeah all right guys thanks for watching uh hit that like button if you enjoyed this uh conversation with thomas and uh we'll catch you next one later